Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uncensored tonight. Nice clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? What's going on, fam? What's going on? You're looking live at the foxhole.app. That's right. We are we are all in one place. Easy to find now. A great job by the team over at the at pill.net to get the foxhole.app up. If you can see, we're a little bit delayed, but it's it's live. It's live right now, and you can you can join into the chat here on the right and hang out with us. So check that out. Do me a favor. Spread that with your friends and fam. Drop it on your social media for me. Help spread the word. We are being censored everywhere they can try to censor us, but we have great patriots with uh, very high skills and uh, the, the right people behind us to back us to make sure that free speech is alive in America and around the world. We need your help. Help spread the word about the foxhole.app. Appreciate you guys very much. Check out uh, also support us at the very top right here. Do me a favor. Tell them Brothers Uncensored wanted to buy you guys a cup of coffee. Help help support free speech networks like the foxhole.app. We are also live on a bunch of other spots, as you can see right here through uh, Restream. YouTube, DLive, Pilled, Tora, Twitch, CloudHub, and Facebook, as well as podcasts on pretty much every platform you can find us. That's right. If you can't find us now, I don't know what that. I can't help you. Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, iHeart, uh, TuneIn, you name it, we're on it. If you can't find us, I don't know what to say. But it's the beginning of a new era on here on the Uncensored Abe channel with Brothers Uncensored. It's, it's awesome to have my bro here with me. Check out the, the website, uncensoredabe.com. Scroll down a little bit. You can find all the links where you can find us. There they all are right there, as you can see. And then uh, the blog is up. And uh, interesting news stories of the day. And I keep forgetting to grab uh, one from Joe every day. Joe, we're going to have to work on that. We're going to have to fix how I can make sure I get one of yours into the blog every day. Finally, scroll down a little bit more. Cash App, Patreon, PayPal, help support us. Without you guys, without your support, without your help, I can't pay the bills. I need your help. Please help us. If you join the Patreon, you can get access to our private Discord server where you can get exclusive show content, and you can kind of hang out with us. You can see what I'm cooking. You can see uh, who who Joe Joe has helped digging out of the snow that day or whatever else is happening behind the scenes. You also can help support the show by doing research and bringing us interesting news that you see during the day. Check out uh, our Discord and get in there through uh, the Patreon app. Appreciate you guys very much. It's, what is it, Tuesday now? Something like that. I think it's the 16th. I think it's Tuesday, and I got my bro Joe in here with me, and we have a special guest, PC Marauders in the house. Joe, what's up, bud? 
Glad to be here. It, yep, you're right. It's Tuesday. It feels like almost like another Monday. I'm so glad that I didn't uh, start off muted. There's a ton of people out there in chat today. I just want to say a quick hello, Texas Girl 71. Thank you for everything you've been doing behind the scenes, Dawn. I really appreciate it. Uh, much love out there. Daddy Crab, good to see you. One Eagle 5, Kristen 33, Amy Joe another one of our uncensored fam. Just glad to see everybody out there. As you mentioned, we have PC Marota in the house today, and I'm excited. She was on the show, oh gosh, it was like two years ago, I think we had her on uh, back in the day, and now she is here today, and we are looking forward to it. PC Marota, how are you today? I am doing fine, guys. Um, I just am humbled, and I want to thank you so much for inviting me on. I want to reach out to all the Patriot Americans out there and say, stay strong. And it's great to be back. And I love you. And God bless America. We're in for a really good show tonight with two great Patriots. God bless America. Indeed. We were just talking about when, when we need it, we need God's assistance right now. This, this country and this world uh, needs God more than anything in the world. PC, it's, it has been a while since the last we talked. We uh, we last talked when uh, the the book uh, uh, that you that you were working on at the time, uh, Willie Goes to Washington, uh, was breaking. That was right after your first book, Road Rage R- Willie. And now you have kind of a series going on that. Let me show everyone on the uh, that's that's watching here today. Uh, for those of you that are, that aren't familiar with PC. Uh, Patrice, you can check this out right there. There is the Amazon store. Brooklyn Italian. I've, I've cooked two of the recipes out of there, and they were freaking delicious. Uh, somehow I didn't. I managed to not screw them up, but because the book is so easy to read and easy to follow, um, the, it is just great recipes from, from, an, from an Italian who knows what she's doing, right? <laughs> Thank you so much, yes. Um, just to touch base really short on that, yes. It was Road Rage Willie, and as people know of Road Rage Willie, he is a fictional character. He's a real dog, but it's a fictional character, and um, he had become the national ambassador against childhood bullying. Had I known at the time that our bullies would be much more evil than what they are today, um, so I wrote, Willie went to Washington. Willie goes to Washington that came out about a year and a half ago, and he went to President Trump. Yes, I say President Trump. He went to President Trump at the White House, and he helped the president take care of all the bullies around the world. Um, Children's story, yes, but now we are working on A New Day Has Dawned. And yes, I said again, although they are fictional characters, this is an adult book because it really, the subject is about what's really going on in the nation today. And boy, do we have a lot of what's really going on. Um, Yes. And like you said, Abe, about, and Joe, about um, my cookbook, if you want to learn about real immigration, real immigration patriots uh brooklyn italian remembering williamsburg you can find that on amazon eight amazing people two of them are not with us anymore 
but you talk about immigration the real way it happened in America, the proud way. And that's a good read. It really is. Thank you for that, guys. Yeah, no, it's really good. It is. It is really good. And and uh, I, I'm telling you, the recipes in there are awesome. And um and it's 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 definitely worth your time. So check that out. You can go to Amazon.com. Check out check out Brooklyn Italian, and the links are there in the chat as well. You can also find Patrice over here on Facebook. Keep up with what she's up to. You can find her here at PC Marauder Author. Uh, a lot of great books that you've written in the past. And the last times we've talked, it's been a lot of fun because you've, you know, here's the time when you were on 5 by 5 You still got her up, pinned up there. And uh, there's the announcement <laughs> today. So it is, uh, it's really cool to have you back. And, and you know, it's been a lot of fun to to kind of see from your perspective what's going on in the world and, and hear, you know, all of the stuff that's happening. Uh, just from, cause I mean, you know, a lot of times we feel like we're kind of in our own little boxes of our own reality. You know what I'm saying? Are, are, are we, what reality, what time zone are we in here? Uh, what, uh, you know, <laughs> what's going on in the world. So it's great to hear from, from kind of your perspective. And since we talked last, there's been a lot that's happened. And, and I mean, I, I don't know where to start really other than the election. I mean, you know, a lot of us, uh, that paid attention closely to what was happening, fully expected President Trump with the, the most votes in American history to be our, our president right now. Um, and I don't know what's happening in D.C., but uh, whatever this charade is, is uh, not very much fun, number one. Number two, uh, I miss President Trump and his family like immensely, as if I miss uh, a family member. And, and number three, the influence that uh, our, for, our, our foreign countries have over this country right now is rather scary. That's a lot to throw at you, Patrice. But can, can you talk about election night? Can we go back to that fateful night and then the uh, weeks after? You know, what what were you seeing? Did you see what we all saw? Was it was something very wrong with this election or am I just crazy? Well, first of all, I like to touch base with and I'm sure the American patriotic people will agree with me. We know for a fact, President Trump, for the first time in American history, since I'm going to go back, the Declaration of Independence, the founding fathers, for the first time in American history, we do not have a legal, legitimate president in the White House. This election was clearly, clearly stolen from us. And we sat back and watched in shock as the president, President Trump, who I believe is still our president, I will not acknowledge Joe Biden as our president. It is a joke. We literally have seen a carnival pull up to DC, set up their big top, and this is what we have. We have the court gesture in the White House. And I hate to say this, but it's true. It's a joke. I mean, we have bobbed wire fences around the Capitol, our house, the people's house. What are they afraid of? They're not afraid of, well, them attacking us. They're afraid of us. So they have to barricade themselves around the Capitol. And we have a president that never really was elected president. They're criminals. We have a criminal empire conducting business in our state capital. And election night, yes, we all cried. We were in dismay. We were shocked. President Trump, I, I don't know if he's listening. I wish he was. If he is, we miss you. 
he was one of, one of the greatest presidents in our history because he worked for us, the people. He loved us. Gas prices were down, taxes were low, interest rates were low, housing, housing prices were through the roof. I mean, we were doing great. We had a great economy. People had jobs. It was doing great. America was flourishing. And then we hit rock bottom. And I will tell you guys, it will get worse before it gets better. And if there are Democrats listening tonight, any liberals, I will tell you bluntly, how do you like what you have created? What you reap is what you sow. You like high gas prices. You like food prices going through the roof. You like that people have lost jobs. How do you like that now? Because America, that capital, and the White House, they work for us. And President Trump was one of the only presidents on our history that took the American people's interests at heart. And he worked for us, you and me. And if you don't like that, you seriously are part of the problem. There you go. Where's the drop mic thing at? Drop mic somewhere, please, somebody. Amen, uh, PC. I, I completely closest, agree. Closest thing I got. Just clap for that, you stupid bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. I mean, the the head clown Obozo is still in charge. On top of it, the the chief. Cl- you, you got a, you got a bunch of clowns in there. You got Chucky the Clown Schumer. You got mm-hmm. someone who uh, puts so much makeup on that she looks like a clown. Uh, in Nancy Pelosi, and then you got clown the head clown himself. Uh, Barack Obama behind the scenes, Obozo himself still pulling the strings. It's it's uh, I, it's it's shocking actually. I mean, I think I think this is part of what we needed to see as Americans and really around the world. Everyone was watching what was happening here in America. Everyone had the same similar hopes and dreams that Americans have in a in a free and prosperous world that isn't built around war and bring, and bringing people down. Um, and that's where this country is moving. I don't care what the politicians want to say. This country is moving in a direction of of uh, mutual understanding and mutual love and respect for your fellow mankind, irregardless of what the, the far left radicals have in mind for this country. It's just going to take a, a little bit longer than we had hoped uh, from the beginning. But what we started uh, way back in 2010 and in 2018 when Barack Obama decided to to uh, bully his way into the White House and, and bully his way through a bunch of far leftist uh, policies that, that America is not interested in. They're going to try it again. And it's, it's happening today. It's happening right now. The consequences within the two months of this administration have been disastrous. Uh, no, nothing more than just the border itself to, uh, to, to show as one example of how bad it's going to get. Let me show you this article. Um, and I'm going to try to have – there's a correspondent that is doing – uh, live reporting from the caravan in uh, South America, and he is following the caravan and caravans up uh, to America. And he's doing live reporting on it right now. We're going to work on trying to get him to the channel, see if we can get some kind of live report. We'll see what happens on that front. But you have now you have a, a, a uh, media 
who for the first two years of President uh, Trump's administration were whining and bitching about kids in cages that actually happened during the Obama administration. The media projected that onto the Trump administration nonstop with zero evidence. Now there's evidence that the Biden administration, once again, is putting kids who are being trafficked through the borders uh, being held in cages because they are not with their actual family members. This is a problem that we as conservatives have been talking about for a long time, and it seems to me that none of our politicians really give a flying fuck about fixing. It's never going to change because they just keep talking about it. Once again, Lindsey Graham goes on TV yesterday and says, we need comprehensive immigration reform. Well, uh, for how long now? How long has anybody in D.C. been talking about comprehensive immigration reform that actually fixes the problem with our immigration system caused by globalists and rhinos and Republicans and Democrats just the same? Campus Reform's Addison Smith asked a variety of students about kids in cages, wondering what will students think if they find out that the current migrant facilities are actually Joe Biden's cages? Boy, that dose of reality sometimes is hard to hit when you see it smack you upside the head, isn't it? While most of the students in this video seem to be con- condemned uh, putting kids in cages, the uh, concept under Trump presidency, many were shocked to learn that the images that were, they were being shown today are from the Biden administration and they are, are children being trafficked through the southern border and are being held in cages. It, what, when and if is anybody going to actually ever do something besides talking about this, Patrice? Well, first of all, the whole point of immigration, all right, and I want to I shout this out to the American people, the patriots out there, because liberals, yeah, they just, I hear their brain cells just bursting right now. Immigration, You want to come to this country. It's a fact. Look it up. It's called history. I know you want to erase history, but you're not going to erase history. It's been said and done. So whatever statues and whatever propaganda you want to disperse among the country is not going to hold water. Immigration. You come to a country. You learn about the country. You love the country. You want to better your life in that country because of the country's principles and what it was founded upon. All right, immigration, you come here, you learn, you educate, you become a citizen. The thought of children, first of all, what are children doing in cages? It's barbaric. What are they doing without parents coming here into this country? You're opening the, the floodgates. You don't know what you're opening the floodgates to. Like Donald Trump said, criminals can come across our borders. And they have. And they have killed people. They have raped women. They have done unimaginable horrors. Because we're not vetting them. They're not coming in legally. And the Biden administration thinks that's okay. Of course it's okay, because it's for their narrative. It's what they want. They want votes. How low can you go in the shit pot, excuse my language, in the shit pot, that you want votes so badly because you know decent American people will not vote for your criminal ways, but you have to get people from other countries to come into this country and vote for you. 
You know Half what drives, of them don't even know what they're voting for. You know what drives me nuts? You know what drives me nuts, Patrice, is the, 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 the argument always gets radicalized. If you are pro-legal immigration, then you are a racist who doesn't want immigrants in this country. It is just completely <laughs> the opposite of what everyone in this country has been built upon and believes in. Everybody in this country believes that we are a nation of immigrants and we need to continue that going forward. What is wrong with knowing who is coming into the country, Patrice? Exactly. Exactly. You have to know what's coming into the country. Go to other countries. Try my family. I'm going to tell you something. 157 years, and I said this on other shows when I talked about my book. 157 years, my family lived in Brooklyn, New York. My great great grandfather came with nothing. That's how they came into this country. This is education on immigration 101 for all you liberals, okay? They came into the country with nothing to better their lives for their families, their children, their grandchildren. They learned the ways. They didn't have social security. They didn't have welfare. They didn't even know the English language at some point. They had to learn. Nobody catered to them. They lived 10, 15 to a flat, a cold water flat. So don't tell me about immigration and flooding immigration and and all this child pornography and they use these kids. It's the most disgusting, disgusting thing that I, there are no words for it, really. It's disgusting. And it's all because of their criminal empire and their narrative and their deep pockets in Washington. It's very frustrating. Go ahead, Joan. Yeah, just to tie into what you guys were just talking about, I just I get alerts all the time, and this just popped up on my alerts. Uh, four people matching terror watch list arrested at the U.S. Mexico border. Uh, so this is exactly what we're talking. Well, exactly what we're talking about right now. Um, there, there's too much of first and foremost, just people in general coming across the border, and then you throw in four people matching uh, a terror watch list arrested at the border. That is why the wall was way more important than anybody could possibly imagine. So I just wanted to throw that in there. It has been a major attack in this country for a long time because of the, of the way that we've been controlling who comes in and out of the country. Uh, and what happens when, when we get attacked again from within and uh, what will the liberals and the leftist uh, open border people say then? Will they continue to say that's just part of uh, living in an open border society? You have to deal with your living in fear. You can't protect your fellow citizens. Isn't that the role? Isn't that the actual role of government to protect your citizens? I mean, I, the argument of what the what the role of government is, is at the foundation of the left's argument on this. And it's just it has no standing in reality. It, it's just there's there's no reality around a society that allows uh, free travel throughout uh, the whole world without knowing who's coming in and out of the country and and taking advantage of the taxes and the benefits of the country that that is built. 
Everybody wants legal immigrants. Everybody wants to improve the country. Everybody wants to help, uh, you know, the, the, the job market that has major problems right now. All of those things are legit concerns. Why can't it be done without government interference and with basic, uh, you know, guidelines to make sure that we know that people are coming in to assimilate and make the country a better place? Exactly. Exactly. And who's paying for this? Think about it. Who's paying for this? Not the people on Capitol Hill. They could they could give a rat's ass about the American citizens, the hardworking guys out there. It's the taxpayers, the people who work five, six, seven days a week just to make ends meet, just to pay utilities, just to keep a roof over their heads, send their kids to school. That's the reality of this country. They pray that their children will inherit a better life than they did. That's what every American has always did. But who's paying for these immigrants? And the government's handing them money. We'll take care of you. Come to our country. On whose back? The American people's back. You know, they look at it as their money. They don't really care. Um, they just, they, you know, we talked about a story yesterday where they where Chicago passed a law um, legalizing marijuana. Then they taxed the marijuana, and now they're giving reparations back to the black community uh, from the money that they taxed them with to begin with. They don't really care about the people. It's all about money-making schemes. You know, one of the things that's that's been shocking to me, Patrice, is is people around me in Wisconsin and in Illinois and other places that I've been, Florida, everywhere I've been, Virginia, everybody has been walking around with these diapers on their face as if it as if it actually stops something <laughs> uh from f- stops a virus from from coming into their their system it is the, it is the most basic research about basic science is is a microcosm of the mask debate uh, what's shocking to me patrice is how many people just blindly follow what the government tells them that is scary on another level I'm going to tell you guys something. This is a great subject. I'm so glad you touched upon this. Um, people that my friends and family that know me and, and many that don't know, I am a behavioral primatologist for 37 years. I am a veterinarian. I worked in the jungles of Africa on silverback gorillas. And I'm going to tell you something. I did my residency, Boston General, back in the day, way back in the day. We wore masks. Masks in an operating room and in a hospital was number one, to protect you from admitting fluids from you into other people who are sick in the hospital. Number two, in the operating room back in the day, you do not want to have any kind of droplets or any kind of fluids coming back and bouncing in your face in an operating room. Or you, God forbid, sneezing or coughing or anything like that. That's what masks are for in the medical community, period. Anyone who's out there and has common sense in the medical community will agree with me. Even doctors that I know now, today, and nurses roll their eyes. They can't talk outspoken about it because the higher powers, well, they're afraid to get sued and liabilities and all this. 
Now, Fossey or whoever, he's, he's a total idiot, okay, says about double masks. If you're wearing a mask and you feel certain you want to protect yourself wearing a mask, that's on you. That's all about you. But if you have to say, if I don't wear a mask and I'm infecting you while you're wearing a mask, then guess what? Your mask doesn't work and it won't work. Case in point, I'm going to give everyone a great example. You go into a restaurant these days, you have to wear a mask going in. But when you sit at your table, miraculously, you take this mask off and these microorganisms just grow wings and fly right out the door. <laughs> if you really believe that, I have a bridge and a unicorn I will sell you for a great price because it's not feasible. It's not a fact and it's not reality. So please stop the insanity. It's, it's the same as being on an airplane and being required to wear a mask on an airplane when somebody is literally sitting within touching distance of you and then being allowed to take your mask off so you can eat which is the most messy thing that you could possibly do to spread germs and then being told to put the fucking thing back on because you might spread germs. Is anyone else out there? See, this is is, as dumb as it is. Well, the good news is people actually in their cars, in their cars, (laughs) wearing a mask and gloves. Yes. Please. And I mean, no disrespect. Trust me, mental illness is a very serious thing, but please seek some psychiatric help because we live in a world, okay, you and I, you guys, all right, you guys grew up in a world where you were outside as kids, you drank from hoses, you played in the dirt, you you rode in the back of pickups. I mean, we got dirty, we got cuts, we got bruises, all right? We lived, we survived. An immune system is a beautiful God-given thing. If you have an immune system and you're a healthy person, listen, liberals, I'm telling you a very good educational thing. If you have an immune system, it will work. If you are compromised like Cuomo, and let's not get on this subject, and that thing in Pennsylvania that took her mother out of the nursing home before letting people in who are infected, All right, elderly people, whether you have the flu, bronchitis, pneumonia, I don't care what disease it is, we could run rampant on it. If you have an illness and you're immunocompromised, you will get sick. It's a fact from the beginning of time. If you are healthy and you have a working immune system, you will not get sick. And if you do get sick, You will be cured. You can fight it. It's just a biological fact. Please look it up and educate yourselves. It's so frustrating, isn't it? Go ahead, Joe. No, she's, you know, you're absolutely on point. And everybody in chat right now is absolutely loving you. Um, You know, it's just, it's just common sense. Where is it these days? It just seems like the common sense has completely lost. Uh, the, and, and it's, it's kind of scary. If you think about it, you look around, like you said, 
and you see people driving with masks on by themselves and gloves on, or you go through a drive through, which, you know, they, they hand you, uh, you know, your food, but have gloves on. Do they change their gloves in between every single time they hand out food? No. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's like all this shit that they're really trying to do. It, it comes down to one thing. They just want us to be silenced and have diapers on our faces as Abe put it and to make us look stupid and see how many people are going to do it and see how many people are going to follow along like sheep. That's really all it's about. Obedient little robots. That's what they want. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, Just, I want to just call out to the audience, please just, if you own a business, just, just stop it. It's ridiculous. It really is. It makes no fact. It's not logical. It's not scientifically proven. It's about government control. And what you're proving is what you see on the fake news. Wear a mask. Oh my God. The, 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 the death toll is rising. I mean, it's been proven in history. The flu has killed more people over decades than COVID. I mean, I had COVID before it was called COVID. It was an upper respiratory illness. I've had the flu in my lifetime and I was cured after four weeks by antibiotics. That's what we have medicines for. So stop just, and, and those, those respirators. Oh dear Lord, please don't let me get started on them. Yeah. What a mess. There's a, there's a fact that doctors, and I know this from a nurse who told me a friend of mine who is a nurse that those respirators are killing more people than they should never be killing people. You use a respirator for the terminally ill. You use a respirator for people that actually need it. You do not use a respirator and put it up that high with the oxygen content to burst the lung tissue. You don't do that. And they're doing that because they're making money hand over fist over it. It's yep. amazing that it just that people just then will live in that reality. Like uh, like Patriot Bird just said, what flu? We don't even have a flu anymore. And don't people look at this and go, wait a minute, hold on a second here. You know, Jay, people like J-Bell who work in the industry, good to see you out there, J-Bell. Uh, appreciate the work you've been doing recently. Check out her channel if you guys haven't yet. Um, she has uh, started streaming as well. Um, you know, people who work in the industry who are just – are. I can't even imagine what it's like to go home at night and have to deal with these people who want to live in this reality of quote unquote false science uh, that they feel like they have this all figured out and they just, they know it's a load of shit, but they just live in this false science reality. I just, I can't imagine. <laughs> it's it's Do you guys remember back, I think it was back in the seventies. I'm sure people that are listening who are our NRH group can remember this story. I think if I'm not correct, correct me. I think it was John Travolta who played in this movie. I'm not sure. It was called the bubble boy and he lived in a bubble and he had no immunity. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I mean, yes. this is, this is what we've come to where we want to live in a bubble. Yep. That's well, what they would, that's what they prefer. Well, I mean, a lot of leftists already live in that bubble. They might as well just make it an actual physical one, too. Um, And and actually, what they're doing is they're doing more harm. You're doing more harm to your immune system. If you don't let your kids go outside, if you don't get dirty, if you don't expose yourself to elements to counteract 
the illnesses, the natural illnesses of the natural world, you will never have an immunity to it. And you're making things worse than what they are. Your kids will never, ever have a healthy immune system. So stop it. It's just, it's craziness that this world has gone mad. And and it's amazing to me. I guess, I mean, I guess I can understand a lot of people are, they live their lives. They're very busy. They just go through life day by day and just try to get through each day. I, I guess I can I can understand in some ways for people who are just you know uh, one job to the next or one job to the to the child to the next child. I mean it's they they live very busy lives. But I just what I'm shocked though, PC is, is like what we talked about a minute ago. Is just I'm I'm amazed at how many people just roll over and just do what they're told. I mean that for me was another awakening for me. Well, um, the 74 million plus of us that actually, and you've seen it, you were at the Capitol, you've seen it on TV. The people, when Trump was speaking, people by the hundreds of thousands crammed in and just was the MAGA movement, the Great Awakening movement, the Q movement. We were there with him because we knew what he was about. People that follow that they're just sheep I don't understand it. I know you don't understand it. I mean, it just, you get to a point where there are no words, right? Your your brain cells just burst. You feel the blood just pouring out your ears because you don't understand how people can just blindly follow what they don't know the facts of. Fake news. And Trump was right. Fake news. They're being paid off or threatened. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but When I took journalism in college, you report the facts back in the day. You went out there, you were hungry, you got the facts, you report it, boom, it's on TV. Today, it's just like an agenda from the twilight zone. You just report fake stuff and you hope that people follow you, whether it's true or not. And that's the disease in the country. Because if you really don't have an independent thought and you follow what fake news says, then that's detrimental to the future of the, our nation. Very much so. And it's, it's, um, you know, it's why a lot of us are standing up and saying, man, we need to really uh, do what we can at the local level to, to help out and make sure that we're uh, vetting people that we're going to be running in 2022 and just doing what we can. I mean, that's, we're up against uh, the Goliath, and we got to do what we can. You know, the last four years was the best four years of my life politically because I didn't have to talk about whether a woman is a woman and a man is a man. I didn't have to talk about. Oh. Uh, I didn't have to talk about uh, uh, you know gender neutral bathrooms or, or whether or not uh, the <laughs> census has uh, has uh, an, an other tab on it to make sure that, that we aren't uh, minimizing the the 0.1% of people out there who can't figure out what a dick is, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing to me. I love me. you guys. 
It's amazing to me that people can't figure out what a penis is. I just, I don't know. I mean, that's how far uh, education has fallen, I guess. I don't know. But you're seeing this be pushed in the first, you know, 20 days of the Biden administration. Once again, we got to have the discussion whether or not a woman is a woman. And uh, if you can't compete at an Olympic level as a man, then just do it as a woman. That way you might win a medal. What is going on with this gender dysphoria problem here in America right now? Please don't let's get started. We could take a whole month on this one. Um, (laughs) Gender dysphoria. Wow, that's a nice scientific term. Um, I'm going to put it in plain sight. You need mental health. Um, From the beginning of time, since mankind, even before mankind, let's go back to dinosaurs to make it simple for all the people without common sense. Male, female. Simple. There are some exceptions in nature, amoebas and, you know, things like that, that can be both male and female. Yes. But male, female, XY, XX. I mean, it's just, it's simple. It's just simple, basic biology. I re- I saw a video the other day with Ben Shapiro. Simple. God bless there him. Are some ex- he called out. Uh, I don't know if it was a man dressed as a girl or what the heck it was. All right. And she's arguing with him about that. She should have special rights because she identifies as a male, but she's dressed as a female. No, if you have his, okay, liberals, I'm going to blow your brain cells. If you have a penis and you have a vagina you're a male or a female. It's simple, very simple. End of discussion. Simple, male, female. Even Barbie and Ken, they're dolls, male, female. They're freaking out over Mr. Potato Head. I mean, come on, really? Get a grip, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> it's, it's either, I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. You can't. No. Are, you get to a point in your in your life where you go to yourself, okay, there are no words because <laughs> no words can match this. The level of stupidity and sanity has gone way beyond what words can match. I mean, if you want to je- identify as a unicorn or a or a you know a fairy princess, and you want to play Halloween for the rest of your natural born life, that's fine that's on you and this has i'm gonna i'm gonna just lay this out there this has nothing against the gay community all right i've had friends in my lifetime that were gay and they were the best friends i've ever had growing up so it's not about being gay or lesbian it's about you want to become a gender that doesn't even exist so let me put it out there for you. If you get undressed in the mirror and you have a penis or a vagina, you're either a male or a female. Gorillas know it. Animals know it in the wild. It's simple. Get a grip on life. 
Ch- Chad said uh, Kendall is a, is a pat. Oh, Ken- Kendall is a representation of a liberal is actually what that is. So that's probably what part of that was. Sorry for, for the confusion Ken's probably there. a Kevin anyways. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably Kevin. <laughs> Just saying. You know how they got the Karens. Well, I'm guessing that Kendall is probably woke and is probably a Kevin. Anyways. Oh my god! <laughs> they have to rename it. We can we start a petition to rename the Ken Dow, uh, Karen, uh, uh, Kevin Dow. Kevin. Yeah. Have oh no! A, please don't do that. It's got to come with a with a man purse and a and throw a that one in with Pepe Le Pew while we're at it. Yeah. Just throw him oh, out of the yes. bus too. Oh my god! Did you see that, Joe? Pepe Le Pew. I know. Yes, I did. I did. Everything and anything. They're freaking out. Are you kidding me? You know, honestly, I had questions about it when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I, I don't get I know it. You I mean, are. I know you are, Joe. Same with Mr. Potato Head or Dr. Seuss or any of this other crap that they're going oh after. Oh, my God, Dr. Seuss. I love Dr. Seuss. Now there's memes all over the freaking place about Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah. It's great, though, because, you know, then you look back, you know, a couple of years ago, when uh, good old Obamas were holding uh, reading sessions at, at the White House, reading Dr. Seuss books, but that was okay back then. Now, yes, let's let's not let's not talk about Obama because Barry and Michael. Ooh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> nope, can't do that. Exactly. Real quick, for those of you that that may have joined late, let me let, let me uh, make sure I. Uh, <laughs> Rewelcome our guest back in. Our guest today is Patrice Morota. She is a writer and an all-around great patriot. Some of the books that she has written: are Brooklyn Italian, um, uh, Rude Ride, uh, Road Rage Willie, The Borrowed Puppy. Uh, a lot of great books in general. Brooklyn Brooklyn Italian is an awesome awesome book as well. Um, let's see, to my uh, which one was this? Uh, to, to in my mother's kitchen. So a lot of great books out there, and if you if you can help support her in some way possible, uh, new book coming out. Uh, when do you think the new one will be out? Um, I'm going to say early summer. Um, it's called A New Day Has Dawned, and it is a follow up to Willie Goes to Washington. And and again, just to reiterate, a lot of people know that have followed me. Um, Road Rage Willie has been in indicted inducted as the national ambassador against childhood bullying in washington and our dear president trump yes he is our president our president trump has was gifted these books to his grandchildren in 2016 so um i do want to you know willie it's an ongoing series he's been on tv yeah he's way more famous than i'll ever been but um a new day has dawn introduces chrome spoke Petey, his brother yes they both ride a harley they're pekingese (laughs) and um but it is a serious content and it's a great it's a great story I'm really looking forward to seeing it. It's, um, you know, the last couple of books, I made sure that I got them over to uh, my grandkids for something to, to read. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, they got to read them with, uh, with my daughter. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool to be able to hand that over to them and uh, say, yeah, we read it to them today and they wanted to read it again. So uh, it's pretty, it's and pretty if fun you, book. If you guys also want um, uh, just to reach out to all our patriots listening um, on immigration, it took me two years to write this book. It's called Brooklyn Italian Remembering Williamsburg. And it is a historical book, a novel 
on immigration when immigration was real immigration in this country. So if anyone wants to read about immigration and teach their children and read about it, it's a great book. And I honor eight great people. Two of are not with us anymore that contributed to that book. So it is a great honor to have written that book. And really, it's a great story. Yeah, really. Awesome. It's, um, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. How do you, how does your creative process work? How do you, how do you write? When you sit down, you're like, all right, it's time for me to, to get together. How, how does, uh, do, you, do you outline kind of how you're going to do? Can you kind of share us your writing process? Honestly, I'm going to, you're going to laugh. Okay. This is my writing process. I sit at my laptop and the one movie, and this is, you guys are going to laugh. But the one movie I love the most out of any movie is called John Adams. And if you guys ever yeah. watch it, it's the story of John Adams. I love it. I've and seen the music, it twice. the music of John Adams, the whole movie gets gets to my soul and it inspires me. And if I'm writing a patriotic book like uh, New Day Has Dawn, I listen to that soundtrack and it helps me write creatively. Awesome. But for, for Brooklyn Italian, like a novel that I've written, a historical novel, I did a lot of research on that, a lot of family history research and going back. Um, Ancestry.com helped me a lot because I had to research the facts about my ancestors going back to Italy and coming to America. And then these people came forward and told me about how they were back in the 1920s coming into this country. So these are stories in this in that particular book that I'm talking about that can never, I mean, I know a lot of people in their families, God bless them, they have stories just as wonderful because we all, like you said, Abe, we all are people that have come to this country and born in this country of immigrants, past immigrants that have suffered, that have had challenges, that immigrants today don't have these challenges. Indeed. I mean, people that came back in the early 19th century, they were discriminated upon beyond belief. And they had no reparations or social security. Like yeah. I said, they had no help. They were on their own. So, yeah, was it a struggle? And, and, and did it make us who we are today? Absolutely. This country is a beautiful country, but with beautiful history. Well and said. that's what brings me to teachers, too. I mean, we touch upon teachers, what they're teaching their rhetoric today. But that's another story. But, yeah. Indeed. That's, no, what, that's well, what fuels me. Really well said. And, and I really would like to read that book. I'm going to get that book for sure and just have it as, as part of my uh, library. I appreciate that very much. Patrice, if you wanted, Joe's going to do about a 10-minute news blitz here to find out what's going on in the world today. Uh, your chance to take a break if you so choose or feel free to hop in and comment on any of the stories that Joe has prepped for us today. Let me get the quick 30-second opener for you guys. Joe's rapid-fire segment coming up Absolutely. next. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe.
go. The quick opener, rapid fire segment. Joe, what do you got for us today, bro? Yeah, quite a bit of news coming out all over the place today, it seems. And I don't know why, but this was super interesting. Russia gives Twitter 30 days to remove child porn or face ban. Interesting, huh? Well, believe it or not, Russia will ban Twitter from the country in 30 days in the platform does not remove illegal content, including child pornography, information on committing suicide, and drug-related content. This is actually nice to see for a change. The entire country of Russia just basically saying, you know what, if you guys don't get rid of this stuff, we'll just get rid of Twitter altogether. Uh, that's got to that's really upset Zuckerberg because that's the, the purpose of his platform was, was, was child pornography and trafficking, so I'm not quite sure how he's going to handle that. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So next one I got for you. Oh is actually a United States Coast Guard. They have been on fire lately. And this one, uh, Coast Guard transfer three uh, smugglers and over $6.6 million in seized cocaine to federal agents in Puerto Rico following an interdiction near Mona Island in Puerto Rico. So they have just been coming through big time lately. Uh, so good to see another huge seizure happening out there Man, they have been on fire this year that's that's what like the 20th that we've seen in the last year oh gosh yeah, at least it seems it seems like almost every other day there's just huge stuff coming out of the coast guard absolutely gotta love it indeed uh just real quick for all you out there the call-in will stop at the tar- top of the hour i'll put the numbers up here in a moment and call in at the top of the hour talk to patrice and hang out with us go ahead joe Next one I got for you is actually how the FBI releases report on the Nashville bombing. That's right. The FBI finally wrapped up their investigation into the Nashville bombing. The investigation found that Anthony Quinn Warner of Antioch, Tennessee, acted alone, built the ultimately detonated the vehicle born imp- improvised explosive device. His actions were determined not to be related to terrorism. <laughs> Well, well then what? I don't know. That's all they're gonna say, huh? That's it. <laughs> That's it. What else do you need? Yeah. What I mean, what do you want? Why would you want any answers as to why this happened and what was the uh, why there was uh, weird flashes around the building and why everyone was? Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna answer any of those questions, but we'll just let you know that it's not terrorism related. Thanks. That's the key. That's all we need to know. Good job, FBI. Yeah. Right. So uh, this is out of the DEA actually today. The law enforcement arrested three defense and defendants oh i'm sorry this is a duplicate of the other one i had it on there twice ah the official dea release nice so u.s capitol police officer suspended after anti-semitic document found near work area this just (laughs) this just happened to catch my eye because the congressional aide spotted copy of the of the protocols of the meetings of the learned elders of zion at a checkpoint Wait, why is that anti-Semitic? <laughs> it says, uh, as I left my office in Longworth yesterday, I discovered something that, as a Jew, horrified me. At, at the United States Capitol Police Security checkpoint, someone had left vile anti-Semitic propaganda in plain sight. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. We've had a bunch of listeners try to tell me to to, to uh to read that, I don't. I mean, I guess I guess a book could be anti-Semitic, but it could also could be just uh, taken that way because there's too much truth in it. Exactly. I just thought it was super interesting, and who knows? Somebody could have 
you know, obviously just dropped it just to bur- never mind. Um, so next story I have for you is out of True Pundit. This was super interesting too. U.S. nonprofit with ties to Wuhan lab violated federal law by failing to disclose taxpayer funding, the complaint alleges. So a U.S. nonprofit uh, with close ties to Wuhan violated federal law. Um, the EcoHealth Alliance diverted $600,000 in taxpayer funds to the WIV in the form of National Institutes of Health sub subgrants between 2014 and 2019 as part of research research projects studying coronavirus from Chinese bats. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh I tell you some of these stories are just unfreaking believable. Uh next one I got for you is Hold on uh, the two uh, of them. the uh, Echo Health yeah. Alliance has received as much as doesn't have a number here. Uh, global partners with Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Anyone surprised by that? That's <laughs> I was gonna mention that the Eco Health Alliance. I figured most people out there probably figured that one out as I was talking about that. But I'm glad you brought that up, Abe. So two uh, two uh, out of the out of the DOJ. This one actually um, out of the Northern District of West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> camp counselor admits to child pornography charge. Weston, who uh, Jonathan, that's David Jonathan Western, Weston, uh, pleaded guilty. He's 41 years old and attempted solicitation, solicitation of child pornography. Uh, Weston served as a camp counselor in Pennsylvania. So he was trying to persuade a 15 year old to send inappropriate pictures and a video to his smartphone. Weston exchanged nearly a thousand messages via Snapchat, Facebook Messenger, Instagram with the minor who lives in nearby Berkeley County. Hopefully it looks like Weston could face up to 20 years in incarceration. Wait, and a five, fine. How does that work? Five to 20 years? How's, how's, five to 20 years in Totally ruined a 15-year-old girl's life, but he only gets five to 20 years, so he'll serve, what, maybe 10 at the most? Uh, three That's and a half. It's absolutely disgusting. Every that day. $250,000 in fines. So Every another day. Another one out of depart or this one out of the DOJ as well. Uh, this one is the District of South Carolina, who uh, has sentenced nearly seven God. years for transferring obscene material to minor after a multi-state operation. That's a felony. <laughs> so yeah, he tried to coerce a thirteen-year-old minor in Kentucky to speak with them via video chat, and then threatened to come to her home if she didn't expose herself to him. So oh, this God. is the kind of shit that they're doing online and it's absolutely Uh, know what your kids are doing online know what your kids are doing who they're talking to online go ahead joe absolutely 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 so just a couple other quick ones here for you real guys to try to wrap this up the judge uh signals fulton county absentee ballots may be unsealed analyzed for voter fraud (laughs) the devil's in the details interesting this is getting sorry interesting trump just talked about this yesterday I know. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? So that came out today in addition to, oh, good old Adam Kinzinger and his Russian intern applicant. Um, he has, he was on uh, on uh, some text messages asking for this Russian intern to uh, take some photos without her underwear. And guess what? She has all of the text messages and this information is starting to come out. 
about Adam Kinzinger. And he's not a very nice guy, it seems, to women uh, once he doesn't get what he wants. But uh, this story, I'm hoping, is going to blow up to be something a little bit bigger because I want that POS absolutely gone out of my state. Hell yeah. Next one I got for you guys is China, Russia, and Iran didn't manipulate the 2020 presidential election results, according to the DOJ and the DHS. Well, thank God. Case closed. Let's just move on. Unbelievable how this shit, (laughs) this shit with the DOJ and the DHS. Oh, God, just sickening. On another good note, though, the Michigan judge, Secretary of State's absentee balance order broke law which vindicates Trump. That's right. You heard that, right? We have Michigan and the Fulton County absentee ballots that are coming under some severe scrutiny. So interesting to see that stuff coming out. That, you guys, is your rapid fire. And back to you, brother. Think that You think they'll actually go back and go, oh, by the way, that election, that, uh, that president that's in the White House right now, he's not actually president. You think they'll actually go back and fix that with all these? No, no. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, we have a special show sponsor, AriseAttireUSA.com is the exclusive show sponsor of the Uncensored channel. Appreciate those guys very much. Uh, do me a favor. Check out RiseAttireUSA.com. Put the discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E. You'll get a 10% discount. You can help support the show and get sweet gear. Check out RiseAttireUSA.com. Delete the elite one minute of your time, and we will come back with Patrice Morota and phone calls from all of you. Stand by. The message is to reject the message. No need for their hidden agendas realized by subversion. Or extremist vendettas that target the free. Our weapons are true to prove highly effective with an impact surpassed only by the span. The powers that hope to control us will feed on those lost in philosophies devoid of all meaning. Don't be enticed by the divisive self-righteous who deal in deception, suppression, and greed. Flee from the nation of mindless who preach what's been forced down their throat by their peers and their teachers. Run from the depraved, guilty of treason whose roads have been paved by the tricks of their sleeves. When it's real, you can feel it. It appeals to your senses, whether dull or intense, most will tend to agree. We won't leave the blinded behind. We'll shoulder wounded soldiers till it's over, then we'll train them to see. The truth is the future. This beautiful movement makes the gatekeepers useless and their lies obsolete. With fury, we'll fight. By the glory of God, we'll delete the elite and release all their secrets. We'll delete the elite and erase all their secrets. I absolutely love that line. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get time. Discount code ABEWAVE. Help support the channel. Get some sweet gear. The Foxhole gear is on there. Exclusive methods and red pill gear is on there. And just some overall sweet stuff. Don't forget that clown mask that's on the front page. That is only if you have an FBI badge. You're the only ones that are allowed to buy that mask. All right, with that, I want to say uh, much love to you guys. Appreciate you guys very much. Kristen, Donnie, Dawn, Dawn, and another Dawn. Hi to Dawn. Nice to see you out there. Thanks for joining us here today. Johnny B's in the house. Good to see you out there, brother. Uh, HDMC, appreciate you that you that you are here as well. BIA for FIA. FIFA full fum. Good to see you out there as well. Uh, thank you for joining us here today. Son of a green card said, uh, my name is literally legal immigration. I love it. Son of the green card. Appreciate you very much as well. Thank you all for joining us here today on the Brothers Uncensored channel. We want to get to you guys. We want to get the calls from you guys as I try to fix my Zoom meeting in OBS again because it's always becoming a pain in the ass. Uh, one of the other things that I wanted to talk to you about, uh, Patrice, was um, – 
what you saw from friends, family, or just I, – I don't really care what the media has to say – what did you when you talked about January sixth and the siege of the Capitol? What was your conversations with friends and family like? Were you able to see the media spin for of what happened on that day for what it was? And what did your friends and family say? There was a, we had a lot of people that were that were that lost friends and lifetime friends and family uh, because they were there or they supported it. What about you? What did you hear from your friends and family? No, um, I am very fortunate to say that my friends and close family, um, especially my in-laws, my husband's family, we are all dedicated patriots. My friends are dedicated patriots. And we, um, we knew it was a setup. Um, the guy with the horns from what we saw, and I don't know this as fact, but from what the news was coming across as, um, the guy with the horns was a Marine and he was in there planted with cameras to show what was going on. And that woman who was supposedly shot and killed, um, we saw coming across our social media, um, she was... 10 minutes after that whole thing just burst out on social media, she was posting on social media on Facebook. I mean, she wasn't killed. So, you know, I mean, it was a setup. I mean, who, who storms the Capitol and has photographers there all set up? I mean, really, I mean, it's just like mind blowing. Um, I think that Trump, what he did inviting all of his fans, patriots to the Capitol to hear him, Donald Jr., um, Kimberly, um, everybody that talked that day, it was wonderful. And then when they walked down to the Capitol, uh, that was just a setup. The, the Democrats used that as their narrative and propaganda to get what they wanted. And it was very clear. Um, it was just very wrong, very wrong on so many levels. It was, it was and we all knew it. It was, it was just like um, uh, any of if you anyone's ever been to a to a Trump rally. It was that times ten thousand. It was, it was just amazing. The people that were there, the the eclectic group of people was amazing. There was uh, Joe was talking about the the Chinese woman yesterday about that was that was standing in front of us. Uh, that was that was oh, just going off on China. Uh, there was there was people from Vietnam there. There was there was black, white, Hispanic. It, it, there was people. There was gays. There was it, there was some trans there. It didn't matter. It there didn't was kids, matter. There was we dogs. What's that? Yes, yes. It doesn't. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to everybody. It doesn't matter right now in the 22nd century. We don't care really what color you are. We don't care. Normal people, normal people don't care. If you're bad, you're bad. If you're good, you're good. It's just simple. I don't care what color you are or what, you know, if you're gay, if you're trans, whatever. If you're, if you're a good patriot and you love this country, you're a good person. And Trump, Trump was the embodiment of that. He worked for us. 
and he gathered us. We saw it. We saw it with our own eyes, the crowds that just gathered for him and loved him. And he, we knew he was for the people. He did what he promised. And so that day at the Capitol on January 6th, I watched it from the time it started till at night and with the Capitol Police and they were like barricading everybody and, and people were saying, come on, we're, we're patriots. We're not in the wrong, you know? And they were just standing there like we were criminals but the criminals were the people inside the Capitol. And nobody, and you know, we saw that. But people then said, well, what do we do? What do we do? That was the main question. What do we do about all this? Do we go to war? And we saw that on social media. A lot of men, retired military, you know, they said, all right, we're ready. We're going to go to war. Nobody wants anybody killed. Not today. It's not 1776, but it may as well be 1776. What do we do? You know what you do? You run for office. It, uh, you don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to be wealthy. Run. You have a patriotic voice. Run for your office because you can make a difference. They always said, one man can't make a difference. One man did make a difference numerous times. We had the Roosevelts. We had Ronald Reagan. We had Nelson Mandela. We had people, Donald Trump. They made a difference. Run for office and have your voice and stand your ground. You can do it. And that's how we prevail today. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely spot on. And, and that's something that we've talked about so much on the show is it doesn't matter how you get involved, whether it's, you know, like Abe says, you know, being a meathead with a mic in front of your face and trying to talk truths or whether you get involved on a local level. Uh, we've got a good friend of ours, J.R. Majewski, who's running in Ohio. Uh, we need patriots like like you are exactly like you're talking about to stand up, to take the fight directly to them because they've absolutely infiltrated every aspect of our lives. And the only way we're going to get it back is by patriots like you and I, and everybody that's listening right now to stand up and do something bigger and better. And Joe, I'm going to tell you a quick story about a year and a half ago. I was invited by the head of the Greenville Republican party down here in South Carolina to go and meet, Henry McMaster was speaking. Well, unfortunately, my dad, who's elderly, he got sick and I couldn't make it. But I wanted to run for office. I wanted to have a voice in the party. And they said to me, well, no, you have to have backing. Well, look at where we are today. AOC. What she had backing in the wrong way. She's as dumb as a box of bricks. She, my dogs could run and be better than her. Anybody's animal can run and be better than her. <laughs> Smarter and too. To, today, you don't have to have the influential money backing. That's bullshit. If you think you need money and, and wealth behind you to run, 
run. You are an American citizen. If you are a patriot, I implore you, please run for office. You can change this country for the better. Good stuff. Appreciate it, Patrice. Don't forget, guys, the uh, Patrice Mar- P- Patrice Morota, PC Morota is who's joining us here today. Uh, check out her stuff. All the links have been dropped in the chat, and they'll be dropped uh, later on this evening as well on all the social media platforms as well. Joe, I know you had some of the other topics that you wanted to kind of bring up, and I need a quick two minutes. Can you cover for me for a minute? Mic check. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Actually, there was something I wanted to talk about yesterday that I didn't get a chance to cover. I'm going to share this real quick and play this quick little video. And uh, this, I think, is pretty interesting. Check this out. Psychiatric hospitals longer than they need to be. Others simply falling through the cracks. Those are some of the critical problems the CBS2 investigators have been exposing for years at the Department of Children and Family Services, DCFS. Today, some baby steps were taken to finally address them. CBS2 investigator Megan Hickey joined us live with some slow-moving fixes. Megan. Right, Brad, there are problems at the root of a nearly 30-year-old consent decree. Lawyers representing kids in the system say DCFS still isn't doing enough. Why did they not lock that man up? The CBS2 investigators uncovered the horrific story of a 10-year-old girl sexually assaulted for years, even after DCFS was alerted to the abuse. Charges never filed, and she was then locked in a psychiatric hospital well after she was ready for discharge. Because DCFS has nowhere to place her, a long-standing problem. CBS2 investigators also broke the story of a 17-year-old who sat in a locked psychiatric hospital for 67 days longer than he should have. DCFS even took the matter to court to try to keep him silent. You're just like being forgotten. We're just being like locked up in these hospitals as if they were shelters. Those two stories that your station broke um, very well illustrate Um, um, some of these problems. They were heartbreaking issues addressed at today's status hearing in federal court, where the agency and its monitors said research, analysis, and studies are underway to further explore many of the issues that have been pointed out in the consent decree signed in 1991. That includes caseloads. DCFS has uh, a 10% vacancy rates for investigators statewide Cook County Public Guardian Charles Goldberg told me he was disappointed by the lack of measurable progress in many of the areas discussed today. A federal judge ended the hearing by saying, I am as frustrated as everyone else regarding our inability to move the needle. But I trust that steps are being taken and that soon, and maybe even by the next report, we will start to see actual results. Describe what's happening now is as glacially slow progress is really in insults to all the glaciers out there because there hasn't been any progress out there. DCFS has been moving backwards. Now we won't get another update on DCFS's progress for another four months. That next status hearing isn't scheduled until July 8th. Brad? So Megan, as all these discussions are underway, talk, 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 reports for... So, um... Just, I know, Abe, you've you've done a lot of research. You've done a lot of stuff in regards to the DCFS. You've had tons of different people on in uh, in regards to this. It just seems like 
no matter what happens, that shit just keeps getting pushed further and further down the road, kind of like kicking the can down the road, and nothing ever fucking gets done. No, they don't really want to fix the problem. They're not really interested. They, They caused the problem, and now they're not interested in actually fixing it. And on top of that, they're rewarding states uh, for removing child removals. It is the mo- it is an, an abomination of what's happening in our country right now, and this problem is 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 just a microcosm of what's happening around the world with uh, parents being uh, removed from their kids for anything from I don't know everything. You can, I guess if you're a Trump supporter now uh, in Portland, uh, you can be threatened to have your kids removed from you. If you went to the Capitol to uh, to rally for the president, uh, if you live in uh, on the East Coast. Um, there's a story there of, uh, of, of, of a parent being threatened with their kid being removed from them. Where does this stop? When does it stop? The, the fraud that is involved in the legal system with regards to child removals, DCFS, and uh, uh, foster care is, I mean, that's what I loved about Melania. Uh, no one brought any attention to this issue until uh, some great patriots um, that wrote some great articles uh, started bringing attention to it, and, and it's now... It it feels like all of that um, all of that progress is being lost, and it's it's just horrific. Yeah, it's absolutely frustrating, man. Um, the story goes on a little bit more um, about another minute or so, but as you said, man, it it just seems like nothing ever happens with it, and it's just sad because they were talking about a ten year old and a seventeen year old, so it's not only young children; it's older children, older child children that are getting abused in this uh, type of environment and it just leads to long-term issues with those kids and that's really truly the sad part about the the whole thing the problem is huge because the foundation of the problem number one is certified um certified uh psychologist or certified uh workers who know what the hell they're doing and i guess even in that and even in that world right now um, you know, that's, that's questionable what kind of training you can get even from a college. So I, I guess I don't know yeah. uh, how to solve the problem because the psychologists that are, that are getting pumped out of college right now might be the dumbest people on the planet. Um, what ends up happening is if somebody goes, works, uh, you know, does work orders for sitters that are clogged at your local county building, um, they get tired of doing that job and they, they lat move into another portion of the, uh, the county's offices go to a three-month training class, and now all of a sudden they're experts on uh, child removals and, and parental and, and child rights and doing what's best for supposedly for the child um, when two months ago they were they were uh, filling out work orders for, for shitters at your local county building. It, it is a mess, dude. It is an absolute mess. I wish we could raise more awareness on it. All we can do is continue to bring those great stories like that and give a shout-out to Megan for uh, in Chicago, CBS Chicago, for reporting that for sure. Yeah. Hey guys, absolutely. I just wanna I just wanna intervene and say um all this stuff about children. Um the whole thing from child pornography down to child exploitation and what's going on with children is a disgrace. It is absolutely a disgrace. Children are innocent. They have nothing, they're a clean slate, and it's up to us as adults to train them and guide them in the right way. And for people to take advantage of that is the most horrific thing I have ever, ever heard and witnessed in my life. And I'm sure you guys 
agree and many people out there agree you know it's just it what well, what you said on child pornography again with, with what's going on in this whole thing with children yeah pornography in itself to me okay i'm a god-fearing um patriot and what goes on between a married couple is a married couple's business but pornography in general is disgusting degrading and it has withered down to children because it has be become acceptable and money laundering and deep pocket grabbing business and you're using innocent children and if anyone i'm gonna say this anyone sees anything of abuse of a child out there you report it you stop it immediately because they're innocent and they grow up to be what they learn and start right. Right starts are important to the future of this country, to the future of our species. Amen. Don't Absolutely. destroy that. And, don't destroy innocence. And we don't and we don't uh we don't lift up our women in this country and we don't lift up our children the way they should be. And it's it's um, you know, we are we are a representation of our society, I guess, and so we all have to do better. We do have a bunch of callers lined up now, Patrice. I want to get to these as quick as possible. So if I can awesome. from you guys, do me a favor, please, and make this as quick as possible so we can get through all of these. Uh, 817, let me go ahead and bring you on the air, please. Can I get a name so that I can take your phone number off the screen? I hate that Zoom does that. Uh, 817, hit, hit uh, star six, I think it is, to unmute. Um, and it should. There it goes. There you go. 817, yes, can I get a name, please? Mojo. It's yes, Mojo. Mojo. Hey, Mojo. Good to hear from you. How are you? Oh, God. Going through this husband's back surgery i rather do anything wisdom teeth doesn't matter <laughs> oh geez oh geez yeah we're we got a staples out today so we're we're in the healing process it's just been a beating but okay, uh, well, definitely anyway prayers your way prayers up uh pc you got some passion girl um i love everything she's saying but the the problem that i see with the gop on a local level is no matter how many fundraisers I go to for the GOP, they pick their candidates downtrodden and that money goes in the flow system of what they want for, I'm in Texas. So does, does that make sense? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes. And it's very, that's why I've always donated to donaldjtrump.com uh and i'm having so much fun i'm i don't ask me how i survived on twitter but i'm on my eighth account on twitter by the way but nice. i'm back on twitter and uh every time a gop speaks i say just say no and then i put in donald just donate to donald j trump yes. for these candidates Thank and you. thank I'm, you. Yes, yes. So I'm promoting that. Also, can I bring up something that's not being told? And I don't get this. 
in Texas, we are under a massive invasion. I have a friend that is a DPS officer. What that is, is, is a Texas top cop, okay? They have sent DPS down there to help. And what they're seeing is not just children. They are seeing uh, all different races coming through and heavily in the Muslim race. And so this news that they're pushing out is a bunch of garbage that it's just children. It's not. It's well, not it, just it, family if, and children. If it wasn't I know a big that. I know. if it wasn't a big deal, why are they sending FEMA? I just gotta ask. Well oh by the way, what happened in Texas three weeks ago? We you know, with the power grids and the bullshit and we couldn't even get FEMA. Now my FEMA money's going to the border. Yep. I'm an American citizen. How about sending it and plowing our streets and saving the people? I mean, McAllen's still without water, folks. Wow. Still without water. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. But I know. I know. it. I know what you're saying. And uh, you got to get to your local government. I mean, I, it, it, it trickles down. It trickles down, and I know it's hard, but a bunch of you have to get together because it's power of the people. We have the power. We do, but we have to get together for it. I agree, and here's what I want to say to every Texan listening. Call your representatives. I, I literally have been in Chip Roy's office recently down here in Austin, and I'm demanding if we have the material, I will send cement trucks down there, build the damn rest of this. And why was Texas last on getting this finished? Thank you, Ted Cruz. Thank you, John Cornyn. Thank you, uh, Greg Abbott. They're all rhinos, and they're part of our huge problem here. These people have to be voted out and impeached out of office. Nobody wants to address get, the problem, that's for sure. Yes. Get your local no. people. That's what I keep saying, hon. We need but I don't understand why we run can't, for office. Why the governor of the state of Texas can't finish that damn border wall himself. They keep sending the news footage to one section. And do you notice that there's only one panel missing in McAllen? I, I, I'm like so clueless why you can't put a panel up. The material, we already paid for it, Abe. You've done, how many stories have you done on this? Yeah, right. I know. It's very they frustrating. They already paid these guys. I hear you. Why I appreciate it, Mojo. Uh, any of the last thoughts before I bring and, in another car, please? No, um, we're having fun in Discord because uh, PJ is so uh, passionate and she speaks in caps. So there you go, Leo. That one is for you. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I'm glad you guys are having fun. I appreciate you very much, Mojo. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks, All right. Mojo. Bye, Thank you much so love. much. Thank you. Yeah, what what she was saying there real quick, PC, is someone in chat said that your normal voice is like you typing in caps in chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were saying. You like know, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to tell you guys something really funny. Okay, my husband 
always says, stop yelling at me. And this is a, <laughs> this is a cute joke. But I will tell you a quick story. Hold that thought. When I grew up, when I grew Hold up that thought Brooklyn, real quick, Patrice. Uh, okay. I, it was 603, can I get a name for you real quick? And then we'll let Patrice uh, finish uh, her story here. Uh, can you hit uh, pound 6603? And uh, we will get you on air here. Uh, I just want to—I want to get your name off air and put you guys back on the live stream so people aren't looking at just a blank screen. So I apologize for that, Patrice. Uh, six oh three—I believe it's pound six or uh, star six to unmute, uh, and that should work. Um, and then we will get you here uh, on air. Um, uh, maybe not. Um, uh, do me a favor. I'm going to put you back into. Uh, the waiting room, 603. And when I see you on mute, I'll bring you back in. Um, I, I just I have everyone off the screen right now, so it's a blank screen, and I want to have uh, Patrice finish that story. Go ahead, Patrice. Sorry about that. Oh, really quick story. So my husband always says, stop yelling at me, right? Because I have a habit of talking loud, especially if I have music in my ears. Well, growing up back in the 70s in Brooklyn, New York, Italians, and I, and I say this lovingly with all my heart, but it's true. We talk loud. When we get around the table, we talk loud. And and it's fun. It's family. It's food. It's fun. But that's the thing. So I have a <laughs> I have a habit of talking loud. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Don't change a thing. <laughs> I've a, I love I've it. Talk hard, that. talk loud. I love it. Uh let me get another caller in here. Uh the Texan is in the house. He's been hanging out uh with us for a couple days now. Uh, or for a couple uh, months now and uh, hopping in and whenever he can to uh, let us know what's on his mind. He's usually on the road. And yes, once again, Texans on the road as always. What's up trucker. What's up Texan. How you doing brother? Hey man, I'm doing good. You still got your guest on. Yeah, yeah man. PC PC is still here. Ma'am. I got to tell you something. I, I just think you're, you're, you're fucking amazing. You know, pardon my language, but I, I, I love the piss and vinegar that you got, man. I swear, you, you you sure you ain't got no Texas blood in you? <laughs> no, I got all Patriot blood, honey. I am all Patriot American. Well, I tell you what, I'm picking up what you're laying down, lady. I think you're awesome. Thank you so much. Love you, honey. Hey guys, I gotta tell you something. Uh, I got a few things to talk about. I probably ain't got time, but something that just happened back here at the yard and uh, Joe. Uh, when I, when I talked to uh, uh, Joe last night, <laughs> some pictures I sent him. You want to tell him what it was, Joe? Yeah, basically he sent me a picture of where the truck drivers do their logging, uh, login or where, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, at each stop they have like a booth, right? Is it kind of like a booth that you can sit in, that you can do your work in? Yeah, well, no, what it is, it's, it's a kiosk where I go up here to Oklahoma kiosk, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I pick up the sand, right? And, and there's a little booth there. It's a kiosk. And it's out, you know, they got the booth built around it. It's out of the weather. And uh, they got a sign hanging there that says, uh, please stop pooping in the kiosk. Other words, they got drivers taking a shit in the kiosk where we got to log our loading information in. So then we can go up onto the scale and then go up into the control room and get loaded. Okay. With, with this little printout that we got. That had to be set, huh? That, that had to be posted, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, 10 feet from the kiosk is a fucking porta potty. Okay. Now here's what I'm getting to. 
They know I'm showing, who's doing I'm it. I'm showing the picture right now, Tex, and it says, please stop pooping in kiosk area, right in a big <laughs> sign right on there. And that's the computer. That's a computer screen right above where we, where we put our truck information and our load information and all that. And it prints a little ticket out, right? And it's not. It's like a, a five by five uh, little room. It doesn't even have a chair in it. You're, you're not. You're not there. You know, thirty seconds getting your information to go get loaded. Ten feet from that right there is a fucking porta potty. Yeah, you right? gotta go. I'm, you gotta go. Maybe there's someone else in there, man. You just gotta. <laughs> hey, the first spot you find. You know what I'm saying? Well, let, let me tell you something, dude. They're also pissing in the control room. When you go up there, it's basically the oh. same thing. But, yeah. And uh, so they put cameras up, and they caught who's doing it. And it's the Mexican truck drivers coming across the border. Okay? They, they've caught them doing it. But they ain't nothing they can do about it except for ban them from the property. And you listen to them talking on the radio on the CB, and they're, they're cussing us out, man. They have no regard for us. You know, for Americans and especially for white people. And I'm sorry, that's just a hard, hardcore truth right there, what's happening. And, you know, we got to deal with this. And they'll brag about it on the radio up there as they're leaving the plant, you know, talking shit about the shit they left for us to step in. So you, it, our government's really worried about COVID and, and sanitary conditions and everything. But yet they're letting all these these illegals come across the border like that. And that's what they think about us. I mean, come on, people need to wake up. I experienced it firsthand. I'm down here in Texas. Like I said, I'm on the front lines. I see this shit all the time. Absolutely, Uh-oh. absolutely disgusting. Absolutely ridiculous. They do not give two shits, like you said, about America or the people in America. And that is something we don't need here at all. Well, unfortunately, somebody, unfortunately uh, uh, one of them gave one shit about America. Yeah, right. Yeah, they shit, sure did. Shit right there on the floor where, where we got to walk in there. But, but yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the type of attitude. That's the bullshit we deal with, especially down here. Because it, now that, that crap wasn't happening so bad when, when Trump was president. I swear it wasn't. Now, the, these, uh, you know, under NAFTA, the, the Mexicans were allowed to come across the border and, and run free range over us here in America under NAFTA. And then Trump changed, you know, the uh, trade agreement. And it started changing everything. And now, evidently, we're, we're back to the same shit that we were before. It's, it's amazing yeah. how, uh, how that happens. And it's, uh, I mean, that's, you know, every single day we have a story of, of uh, disastrous policies, um, you know, complete lack of common sense. And they just, they just keep marching in that direction. It's, uh, it sucks to be led by idiots again, that's for sure. Any other uh, thoughts you had t- today, Texan? Yeah, man, there's one more thing I want to talk about that just happened. I mean, it just happened not 30 minutes ago uh, when I was leaving the yard. I hope my signal's holding in good and y'all can hear me. Uh, when I got to work, my boss called me to side. I was out there getting my trailer, getting ready to go, and he called me in the office. He said, uh, man, he said, you're caught on camera not wearing your mask. He said, uh, you're going to have to wear your mask now when you're on property. And I said, well, boss, you know, and my boss does not – he doesn't care about the mask. He doesn't believe in the bullshit, but the higher ups. Cause see, I work for a company called modern. That's the truck line. We have a contract with Owens Corning and we work on Owens Corning property that we're, you know, that that's our, our, our customer. And, uh, we're delivering the raw products and, and the shingles that they make. So anyway, so it's Owens Corning that's raising hell about this. Now I'm on the verge of losing my job uh, as of today, because 
uh, I refused to wear the mask and I whipped out my doctor's note. I got it. My doctor wrote me a note because uh, I have a heart condition. I have emphysema. I can't wear the mask. I have a legitimate medical reason. So now I've got to go through HR at our company and, and talk to them uh, by tomorrow evening before I return to work. And I, I have to have a discussion with them. And then they're going to have a discussion with Owens Corning and they're going to decide whether I'm going to get banned from the property or not. Cause I won't wear that fucking mask. Cause I have a medical condition. Unbelievable. Oh my God. Oh my God. What yeah, a mess. Just, just, just fucking happened, man. You know, I, I had your show going, I'm running late because uh, they didn't have any equipment and uh, sure shit. He come out there and hit me up with that. And, uh, you know, uh, I told you guys this, and there might be some new people in the audience that doesn't know this, but last year I got fired from my job. It was working for another company called uh, uh, Hawk Logistics. And yeah, I'm throwing these names out there now because I'm getting sick of this shit. And if we got to start doxing them, fuck it. I, I don't care, man. Give them hell. I got fired last year from my other job doing the exact same thing that I'm doing here. Uh, the exact same runs, same product, just a different shingle company, which is a, a GAF. And they fired me because I was in a, I was in a, a rolling truck Trump rally and I took videos of it, you know, American flags, trucks rolling down through Texas and all that posted on my Facebook page. And, uh, my company called me uh, a few weeks later, said I violated their, their, uh, uh, social Ooh. media policy. And, and uh, I was inciting violence and, and riots and shit. <laughs> and, uh, and they fired me. So I lost my job there for that. And now I come over here and now, now I'm under the gun. I might get fired for not, not wearing the fucking mask. Unbelievable. This is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It is. It is. And I, I've been fighting this fight, man. You know, look. Last year, I was off for three and a half months for a medical condition, okay? I didn't get to work for three and a half months uh, when I was working for that other company. I was on family medical leave. Four days before I was to return to work, they called me and fired me because of that, that rally I was in, all right? Four days, before, I was already cleared by the doctors. I was supposed to come back to work, and they called and fired me. So there I went. It was after uh, the election when this company finally hired me. And, you know, so I've been under the gun trying to catch up, man. I'm financially destroyed. And I've been under the gun trying to catch up. And so I come to work over here, no problems. You know, uh, uh, the holidays came along. We got laid off for two weeks there. So then we come back. Then the storm hit. I lost another two and a half weeks there. And now we're rolling. And now they're talking about firing me. Damn. So, yeah, look, man, I'm fighting this fight just as hard as anybody else is. Yeah. I, could, I could give in. I could give in. You know, I ain't fucking gonna, right. You know, I ain't, I ain't gonna fucking do it. And that's why I love, you know, you, you got people on here. Uh, it's Patricia, right? Yep. Patricia. I, I Patrice. Love yeah. Patrice. God bless uh, you. God bless you. I, I love you folks, man. I mean, I've, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. I know the fight's going to get harder. I know there's going to be sacrifices we got to make that we've never thought we'd ever have to make before, but you know what? By God, I'll die on my fucking feet before I live on my fucking knees. Amen to that, Amen, brother. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So anyway, with that, Hey Joe, I'll talk to you later on, dude. And, uh, thanks. Thanks for showing that picture, man. That's, I just, uh, you know, buttoned it all up right there. I had to Everybody bring it up. I, 
everybody out there in the chat rooms, look, I don't get to talk to y'all and respond the way I, I, I would like to because I drive. I love every one of you guys, this, this platform, this show. Every one of you have been awesome to me. Thank you for everything. God and I'll tell bless you, what, you, my fellow patriot. God bless you. Well, I'll see y'all down the road. Much love, Texan. And by the way, if something happens, I got a friend out there in Texas that might be able to help you out with your next job. So keep in touch, brother. Yeah, well, I, I'm ready to take it to fucking court because I got an actual doctor's note. I got a medical condition. I take a yearly physical. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to take this shit to court. So it might, if, if it does go to that, then I don't know. Like I said, I'm financially ruined. So we'll, we'll just see what happens. But either way it goes. Thanks, right, we'll Joe. See, we'll see if we can get some, get some, uh, some, someone to help you out with that. If that comes to that, let us know. Pre- pre- appreciate you very much. Stay safe, bro. Take care, guys. Yep. Take care, brother. And I appreciate everybody out there in D Live as well. Uh, Amy, or I'm sorry, Mojo and uh, Nathandi, appreciate those diamonds. People uh, asking if, uh, just saying much love to the Texan. Appreciate that. 603, yeah, yeah. 603, we see, uh, what's your name? It's Kristen. Kristen, you said you were going to call in earlier. Hey. I'm so glad you did. I'm, How are you? I'm good. No, I did, but as soon as um. As soon as I unmuted, I got thrown back in the waiting room. Oh, <laughs> Multitasking, and I just wasn't quick enough. Um, well, I'm calling because uh, I wanted to talk about um, patriots getting involved. Um, and it's, it's something that a lot of people here in New Hampshire do. And it's a good thing, too, because, um, uh, well, basically a lot of people call themselves auditors. And um, everybody has a camera. They have their vehicles set up with dash cams. They wear body cameras. Um, and I don't know, it, I think it just hit the fake news about what happened today in New Hampshire. Um, and it's being put out there as, um, six people arrested for fraudulent, um, wire transfers, but it's not in New Hampshire. Bitcoin is completely legal to the point where if you go into a business, you'll see an ATM and right next to it, you see a Bitcoin ATM. And that's been legal for quite a while. But today, federal agents came in and ransacked and raided businesses, including one in Keene, New Hampshire, called the New New Hampshire Bitcoin Exchange. They smashed windows, broke down doors. um, And and the Bitcoin Exchange, they even ripped out the wrong ATM first. It's like they didn't even know what they were stealing because it was really just federal theft. Um, So, and and I don't know if you guys are okay. Like, he's okay with me saying what his YouTube channel is. I don't know if you guys are okay with me saying it on your show. Absolutely, go ahead. Okay. um, His name is Joe. He has a show called Breaking the Flaw. Um, And there's another guy, um, News Now New Hampshire. Um, And they they have a stream almost every night. Um, They followed everything live today as it was happening. And the thing that really upsets me the most is that our police in New Hampshire were standing there letting this happen. It was violating our rights. Um, and they were actually, it's a constitutional carry state for firearms. They were trying to tell people to remove their firearms. It's like, do you know what state you're in? Because no, like permits aren't required. People open, it's New Hampshire. Um, but they do this all the time. They, they go everywhere. They watch everything. If something big in the state happens, they will go to a police department. They'll go to a town hall. 
everything can be requested by anybody, paperwork for anything. They'll, they'll stand there and wait for hours to get copies of something. And anybody watching goes and brings them food, everything. Um, things are changing here in New Hampshire, which is, is why we're getting so much attention. Because we're done. And today pushed it to the limit because there's a gentleman in New Hampshire who does, um, does a radio show. And he has one of these machines in, in his lobby, completely legal in New Hampshire. They destroyed his business. They smashed all the windows. It's an old warehouse, too. They smashed all the windows. They broke down the doors. They stole all of his equipment. He was indicted and brought in for arraignment today. And they're trying to get him 10 years to life in prison. I got for the doing something 100. Huh? I have the indictment. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. I have the indictment up here. Um, they allege, yeah. uh, according to the indictment, since 2016, the defendants have operated a business that, mm-hmm. uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, I lost my spot. Um, allowed, uh, enabled customers to exchange over $10 million in fiat currency for virtual currency, charging a fee for their service. They operated a virtual currency exchange that uh, didn't have a license in money transmitting. So that is what they're alleging. Yeah. And I don't know what the laws are with regards to that, but they're going after them for wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Let me ask you a question. If you, When you go online and do anything with Bitcoin, do you need a license? No. Exactly. You don't need a license. The only thing that has changed is now in New Hampshire, we have... Bitcoin machines, just like ATMs. And if you have a registered business, like say you own, you own your own business. Um, like how many, how many people who own businesses have an ATM machine in their business? Where can I get you one know of those I mean? machines? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have to, it has to be something, you know, you know, you have to have laws passed and it has to be something you can legally have. I don't know how many states have that, but we have that in New Hampshire. Yeah, that's so interesting. So, it, so they they allow yeah. the the state law allows you to have a Bitcoin machine in your business, but yes. there's no yes. official law on regulating transfers. I guess it's like okay, can when you go into a business and you like say you take your card and you want to take money out with an ATM, does can that business like okay, um, I go to Cumberland Farms and they have the ATM there and I'm going to take my card and I'm going to go in and I'm going to take out money from the ATM. Can Cumberland farms tell me how much I can take out of that ATM? No. So can, if, if Cumberland farms had a Bitcoin ATM in their store, can they tell me how much Bitcoin I can buy? No. So do you see where this is all contrite and and what they're doing? There's definitely, it's like they're trying to make an example out of them or something. They're, they're pulling stuff out of their ass. And the the thing is, like, and um, if if and we would probably need thirty minutes for me to go into the history of New Hampshire. Um, and a lot of people question me. They're like, "Well, you've only been there since you know end of twenty nineteen." I had a lot of states I was I was looking at when I moved out of Connecticut, and I researched them. And one of the first things I did when I moved here was I read the entire <laughs> the entire state constitution Amazing and the entire concept. state bill of rights. I think. Huh? Amazing concept. That's the first thing I did when I moved to before I moved to Wisconsin too. Yeah, you should do that. Well, in the eighteen hundreds, you know, the federal government was like, "Hey, we'll do this for you, and do this for you," and saying that to all the states. But you need to do this for us. And New Hampshire was like, (laughs) "No, uh, no." 
And the form of government here is very similar to the older forms of government. Like we have selectmen. If a town or city is big enough, they may have like a city official, but don't have mayors. Um, And then we've got, you know, the local Senate and everything like that. And then, you know, higher levels of Senate. It's a lot more the way the founders envisioned, uh, you know, states to be ran. I I really appreciate the call, Kristen. Any last thoughts before I get to the next one? Um, what I'm saying is what we're doing in New Hampshire, people need to go out and do that. Yeah. You need to film everything. You need to document everything, get everything. Stop being afraid because we're on our way to just doing a mass recall. We're already doing it. We're recalling people. Get them out. Fire everybody because enough is enough. Absolutely. It's time for this to stop. But, yeah, sorry. I, I go on and I talk fast. No, you're yeah, fine. I'm just coming up against the clock. And I, yeah, you're fine. No, I, I would I would love to talk to you for longer. I just I want to get the other callers in. Thank you very much for calling, Kristen. Yep, yep. And I appreciate your support. All Thank right, no you. No problem. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. Bye. Much love. Much love, Kristen. Oh, Patrice, I don't know what – I'm I'm positive that I don't have – I don't know shit about uh, – uh, Bitcoin. So I'm not even going to ask you about Bitcoin. <laughs> no, 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 no. I that's totally out of my uh, repertoire over here. Bitcoins. <laughs> I see there's a couple yeah, other great patriots that are hanging out in uh, in the Zoom chat. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, awesome. Uh, I appreciate you guys very much, and we're trying to get to as much as possible as quick as possible. We're probably not gonna be able to get to all of you, but I see Bales is in there, and if I see Bales in there and he hasn't talked to us in a while, I gotta bring him in. Yeah. So let me see if I can get Bales to. Uh, unmute and join us here uh today our australian correspondent in the house i, lo- I love you brother how are you man how you been hey g'day brothers um i'm going really well how are you hey good day bales i spent about 12 months back in the 80s in australia how are you my friend what's up bales my brother from down under so good to hear from you man what's on your mind today yeah g'day um patrice Thanks very much for for coming on. Um, you have a fantastic story. You know, you're you're the epitome of what one person can do um, to make a difference. Um, it's uh, you really are. It's um, you know you're busy with your books, um, so you know that that drives me further to to do what I'm doing. All I can do here in Australia is to keep doing. What I'm doing is to, to try and red pill people with the truth. Um, uh, it sounds like you, you know, you have a, a brilliant support system there with your family. Um, so um, yeah, just thanks very much for what you do. You know, we're, um, you know, we're under the pump here in Australia. Um, our air, our airport, to, you know, everyone has to wear a mask. Um, my partner the other day, I rang her up when she was in an airport. And she pulled her mask down halfway so she could talk to me without being muffled. And the police were on her like white on rice, you know, like stink on a monkey, uh, like a fat kid on cake. They were there quicker than you could to tell her to put it back up. It was, uh, it's just a disgrace. So, you know, um, thanks very much for what you're doing. Um, and it's just showing, leading the way. So thanks very much. Bales, I'm going to say to you with all my heart, it warms my heart that you came on and you said that because I spent 12 months of my career in Australia, in Sydney, in Melbourne, um, up in Bondi Beach, up in the outback, and I love the country. And it saddens me 
to what it has become because it is a beautiful, beautiful country. And um, thank you and God bless you. I really love my fellow citizens in Australia. Yeah, wow, thanks very much. It is, it is a beautiful part of the, uh, part of the world. It really is God's country. And um, where I live is, is, pretty, is pretty good. It's on the um, East Coast. We're only about four and a half hours away from Sydney. And um, so, uh, but here we don't have any mask mandates uh, out at the airport out here. It's, um, they ask you, you, you can wear one if you, but it's not, it's not mandatory. Um, but they've just passed a, a thing through the government that our, our little preschool kiddies, if they don't have a jab, no jab, no school. They're not allowed to go to uh, preschool. Um, and uh, my partner does uh, aged care. Um, so there's no visitation to any residential people unless you have a flu shot. It is a disgrace. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. That hurts me so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, sorry. I was, it's a mess. Uh, love, yeah. your, love your shirt. You like that? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm going to have to make one of those. Nice. That, that's through um, Gina and Guy. They have it on uh, their website. Oh, nice. That's a great shirt. Yeah. I love it. TCO. <laughs> nice. But they always say, keep looking up because God's looking down now more than ever. It's right. a really good saying. Amen to that. I hope so. I hope so, God's looking down. We need him. So, Abe and Joe, you know, you're, you're having some fantastic guests on. That, you know, awesome. I'm there. I'm lurking in the background. I, I, I get very, very busy. Um, but, uh, and I'm sorry, what I need to do is um, start doing a little bit what I, um, Joe's doing and I might come on with a little rapid fire session every now and then with um, what's going on in Australia Please with do. Um, Dan Daniel San, uh, our uh, Victorian Premier, uh, you know, he, he's had an accident and, um, uh, you know, I want to sort of dig further into that and I'm still digging plenty on all the other channels and yeah, so you get, you get you get pretty busy. Danielson's but, um, been outspoken recently, if I'm not mistaken. Is that the same guy who was uh, outspoken about China, or so, is, or am I mis misspeaking, misthinking of somebody else? Which, who, did, who did you say? Sorry, the, I, the gentleman who got injured was it Dan Danielson? Is that what you said? Yeah, Daniel. He, uh, what's the premier's name? Daniel. Dan, Dan Andrews. It is. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, he's the one with the Belt and Road and signed us all up for those. Uh, the, the agreements and all that sort of thing. Yeah, we're in it all, Australia. We, you know, they're trying to get rid of everything here. It's um, and go, you know, that uh, all that green New Deal stuff. We're we're in, we're in it up to our ears, and we oh, sit God. back and watch. But I but I tell you what, I'm going to keep fighting, and um, I'll I'll try and bring as many as I can along. I tell you. Well, I'm praying. I'm praying for all of you. I really am. Australia is near and dear to my heart, my friend. Uh, yeah, God bless you too. And if you're ever if you're ever out here, like I said to Joe, you you'll always have a bed to uh, lay your head in. Um, yeah, so come and say good day if you're ever here. Just come and say good day. Man, I would love that opportunity. It, it's um, we need this, Bales. We need to hear from you. We don't get any real news. We don't. We get no. We get the garbage that Sky News is putting out, which you know is is. 
you know, half truths and, and manipulated garbage, man. So, um, you know, all of us in the community love you and appreciate you for what you've been doing. And man, when anything we can do to support you, we're here for you, brother. Yeah, look, I, I, I've just got to get off my bum a little bit more, and um, because I, I just stay away from the fake news. I really do because it, it, it upsets me so much that people are listening to this garbage um, without doing any of their due diligence and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and looking for facts and looking for the truth. But um, just out there in chat, thank you very much. I know you're all saying good day. Uh, Amy, Joe, yeah, God bless you. All the people that are saying g'day, uh, love yous all. Um, but, you know, what, what we can do and what we've all been saying is, um, you know, you've got to vote with your feet, voice your opinion and be part of the collective. You, we've all got to do that. It, um, so that's my message to everyone out there. And I know you've got some other callers, so um, we'll wrap it up. But, yeah, no, I'll try and get some stuff together, Abe, and... Um, Stop being your real correspondent. <laughs> no, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, I know, you. I know you're. I know life's been busy for you, and I know it's uh, it's not easy. And so, anything you can do to help uh, us, you know, find out what the hell's going on over there, let us know, man. I appreciate you very much. Much love, Bales. Bales appreciate thank it, you brother. And God bless. God bless, Bales. Thank you, and so much, really, from the bottom of my heart. You people in yeah. Australia, good people. Yep. God bless and. Where we go one, we go all. Don't forget that. Yes. Worldwide, yes. brother. Worldwide. Worldwide, baby. Much Worldwide. love, bro. Appreciate you. Good on you. Take care. Take care, brother. Bye-bye. See you, Joe. All right. Good to hear from Bales for sure. I really appreciate him very much. Glenn's been waiting for a while. Let me try to get Glenn and AOC and Daddy Crabber in the house. Guys, I don't know if I'm going to have time to get you guys today. I apologize. Uh, but Glenn's been waiting for a while. Glenn, I got about... I got about uh, two or two two minutes for you, but I'm by. I'm going to be as quick as I can, then, Joe. Appreciate and, uh, it, brother. Uh, and uh, hello, Patrice. Uh, nice to hear you out there. Uh, Hi, Glenn. How confused. are you, hon? Oh, not bad. You got me a little confused with that accent being in South Carolina. Come on. <laughs> New York, born and bred. <laughs> uh, no, I could I could tell. I didn't know whether it was Bronx or Brooklyn at first, but okay. Uh, let's see. We got, uh, uh, still getting email about, uh, uh, from GOP saying, uh, using Trump, uh, mass do nothing. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. That other note. Now, uh, the real reason I called in was I wanted to get everybody to uh, write their senators, call their senators, everything. No, it won't do much good, but, Tell them to vote no on the unconstitutional HR one and HR five. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean no, yes. no, yes, no. Vote no. Vote no on those. <laughs> uh, I mean, I did mine. Sounds like a project but, for tomorrow. Lot t- time for a phone call uh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I mean HR one is the one that they're trying to uh, overwrite the elections with, which uh, you, they can do it for the uh, Congress, but they can't do it for the Senate uh, for the president. But they're going to try and do that anyway. And then H.R. 5 is the one where it's the Equity Act. And that's the one where they're going to take away your they're actually writing up uh, against the First Amendment, uh, a religious uh, part in there to where uh, you can't claim religion uh, for not doing something for the LGBT. The only good thing, Glenn, about having radical leftists in charge of the House is 
both of these things, like you said, are unconstitutional. The question is, will they be able to shove it through in the middle of the night like they did the health care uh, scheme? No. It wouldn't surprise me. So we do have to watch it closely. I'm with you. They're going to. And uh, also you got H.R. 51, which is also unconstitutional. That's the one where they're trying to make uh, D.C. a state. <laughs> yep. They're going to try to jam that through, too. Which is My question is, what are the American people going to do about it? Because there's 74 plus million of us, and this has got to stop because they're going to tear the Constitution, Glenn, you know it, piece by piece, by amendment, by amendment. The Democrats don't even believe in the amendment anymore. That's the reason I'm out here trying to get you all to try and uh, write into your senators and get them to actually think about something my my message says uh what was it uh something about uh well uh by uh voting for these measures you've now broken your oath and uh, you could be charged it's what they, and, they need to hear it they'll laugh it off but they need to hear it yeah they need to hear it, well, as many as we can get out there so i know you're up against the uh, time here and it is that time so i'll let you go joe <laughs> And uh, Patrice, nice hearing you out there. Uh, always love to talk Thank to y'all. Thank you, Glenn. God bless. God bless. God bless well, y'all. Glenn. Appreciate it. God bless you too, brother. Take care of yourself, Glenn. Good to hear from you as always. Appreciate you very much. Guys, great show today. Appreciate you all. I'm sorry I couldn't get you guys all in here. I apologize for that. You guys know how it goes. I hate I hate to have you guys waiting in there, though, uh, just so that you can't get on there. I apologize for that. But nonetheless, it was great to hear from you all. Don't forget, Patrice Morota, PC Morota is where you can find her on Amazon, on Facebook. The links will be on the podcast, and, and we'll be making sure we share those on all the social media platforms as well. Patrice, it's been a lot of fun. Hey, Appreciate hey, you very I much. I just want to say one thing, closing statements, all to the patriots out there all over the world listening. I love you. God bless you. Please stay strong because we cannot let this world fall. We can't. There's more of us than them. Stay strong. Stay together. I love you. And God bless. And please, if you can, run for office. Make this world a better place. God bless Amen. you, Patrice. We look forward to your book. And when that gets ready, let us know. Make sure you get, a, get, I in, will. get us get in contact. We'll have you back. Joe, last thoughts. No, oh, just Abe, been, I will. Absolute great show. All the comments out there in Foxhole, in DLive, and in YouTube. Appreciate everyone being here. Those who were not aware of who PC Marota are definitely aware of who she is now. Thank you so much for being here, PC. Love you. Talk to you soon. Love you too, guys. Have faith. Love you. God bless. Much love. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us here today on Brothers Uncensored. We'll be back tomorrow with another show of of your liking, I hope. Much love. God bless you all. Have a great evening. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.